Hello, and welcome to the teaching ministry of Impact Family Church. For more information, including service times and directions, or to find out more about us, you can visit our website at www.impactfamilychurch.com. We trust you'll be blessed by today's message. Good to be here tonight. Y'all might have come expecting Pastor Greg and Pastor Amy to be here, but they left town. No, I'm just kidding. They are uh, finishing up and handing things over. Um, they're having their transition service over and, uh, and just taking some time to honor the youth and, and the 20-plus the years they served over there. And whoo, glory to God. There's many products of that youth ministry sitting in here tonight. Glory to God. Thank God. And so you'll have to put up with me tonight. And... Um, You'll get Pastor Greg and Pastor Amy on Sunday. Somebody say, that's okay, Brother Steve. So I want to take just a, a few minutes tonight. Um, I don't know how long this will go, but... Um, and talk about tools for transition. It's no secret anymore that we are in transition. And transition happened on Sunday. But how many you know... How many remember the years that you kind of were becoming an adult and maybe still at the house and and there were some things you know you were it was official you're an adult but there was still some things that were in transition and um and you know pastor greg and pastor amy are are taking this over but we all as a body it's a transition time, right? We're transitioning into new leadership and 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 following a new leader and and um and so I want to talk about some tools for transition because we're, we're there. Amen? Is that all right with you all tonight? So, well, what, what are we going to do? Well, let's, let's read over in uh, Matthew in chapter 16 and verse 13. We'll start there. And it said, when Jesus came into the region of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples saying, who do men say I am? Uh, the son of man am. He said, uh, so they said, some say you're John the Baptist. Some say Elijah. Others say Jeremiah, one of the prophets. He said to them, who do you say I am? Simon Peter piped up and answered and said, you are the Christ, the son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said to them, blessed are you, Simon Bar-Jonah. For flesh and blood didn't reveal this to you. That's why we want a spirit of wisdom and revelation. Because there's things that the Holy Spirit will reveal that flesh and blood can't reveal. He said, but my father in heaven is the one that revealed this to you. And I also say to you that you are Peter. And on this rock, I will build my church. Hallelujah. How many of you know that God has been doing a work at Impact Family Church for years and years and years, building a body, building a church, glory to God. And guess what? The job isn't finished, glory to God. We're in a new leg, we're in a new phase, but the plan and the purpose is the same. We're still in the family business, glory to God. Did you know you were part of a family business? Glory to God. You're part of your older brother's family business. You're in your father's business, hallelujah. And your business is to be building the church. Building the body, building up one another. Glory to God. And so Jesus is still building his church. Well, pastor's retired. What do we do? We build the church. Well, I don't know what all Pastor Greg's going to do. Build the church. 
Isaiah chapter 54. I'm going to read through these. You can get to them if you have time. If not, just listen. Enlarge the place of your tent. Let them stretch out the curtains of your dwellings. Do not spare. Lengthen your cords. Strengthen your stakes. For you shall, say I shall, say we shall, expand to the right and to the left, and our descendants will inherit the nations. Come on, if, if Jesus comes and you, uh, or if Jesus tarries and you go on to be with him on, uh, in the route of uh, death, um, <laughs> There's generations that need to inherit some things. Glory to God. We want to be empowering. And uh, your descendants will inherit the nations and make desolate cities inhabited. 2 Corinthians chapter 3, verse 17 and 18 says, Now the Lord is the Spirit, and where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty. How many already been feeling some liberty in the house tonight? But we all, with unveiled faces, beholding as a mirror the glory of the Lord, are being transformed into the same image from glory to glory just as by the spirit of the lord romans chapter 1 verse 16 17 says for i'm not ashamed of the gospel of christ for it is the power of god unto salvation for everyone who believes for the jew first but also for the greek aren't you thankful Woo! glory to god hallelujah for in it and for the irish and for the Scandinavian and hey, for in it the righteous y'all loosen up. I know it's Wednesday night and y'all ain't used to me on a Wednesday, but here I is. Here I is, Lord, use me. For in it the righteousness of God is revealed from faith to faith. As it is written, the just shall live by faith. So we're gonna go from glory. We've been in the glory, we're gonna go to glory. We've been in faith. We're going to go to faith. Hey, hallelujah. Glory to God. We're going to live by faith. We're going to experience God's glory. We're going to see God's glory move through us. Hallelujah. We're going to walk out on the waters. Glory to God. Hallelujah. This new season of this new territory, we're going to get out the boat of what we've always known. Glory to God and get out on the waters of what God is doing right now in this season and this time. And we're not going to look to the left or to the right or what the winds may say or what the waters may do. Glory to God. But we're going to keep our eyes firmly fixed on the master the author and the finisher of our faith hallelujah and as we keep our eyes on him and take every step by faith glory to god well what's it going to look like i don't know but just take another step of faith just come another service ready just step out into your workplace with a little more hunger and desire to see the lost change just step on over into the presence of god tomorrow morning with your bible open and your hands lifted glory to god from glory to glory from faith to faith the plan hasn't changed and it's not going to change. He's the same God. Woo, glory. Is that all right for Wednesday night? Hallelujah. Romans chapter 14, verse 17. You can turn over to this one. Because what we're going to do, thank you, Michael. I'm enjoying it, but. You've played many a services, all service recently, so we'll give you a break when we can. Hallelujah. uh, Romans chapter 14, verse 17 through 19 says, For the kingdom of God is not eating and drinking, much to my dismay, but righteousness and peace 
and joy in the Holy Spirit. And I love, I love that. Man, what, who's going to be in the, in the middle of everything we do? Welcome, Holy Spirit. Hallelujah. For the kingdom of God is not eating or drinking, but righteousness and peace and joy in the Holy Spirit. For he who serves Christ in these things is acceptable by God, to God, and men will hate you. No, it doesn't say that. It says, and approved by men. Therefore, let us pursue the things which make for peace and, the, and things by which one may edify another. This is the way. <laughs> if there's any Mandalorian fans in the house. There, Proverbs chapter 14, verse 12 says, There's a way that seems right to man, but in the end it leads to death. But how many you know the kingdom has a way? So I want to talk about a few tools. Um, number one, we got the tool of peace. Hallelujah. The tool of peace. Um, over in Ephesians, Ephesians chapter 4 and verse 1, it says, uh, I therefore, the prisoner of the Lord, beseech you to walk worthy of your calling with which you are called. How many know you got a calling? Amen. And walk in that calling with, which you're, uh, with, all, uh, whole, with all lowliness and gentleness, with long suffering, bearing with one another in love. Amen. How many know that ain't going to change? You're still going to have to bear with one another. You're still going to have to have long suffering. You're still going to have to have to walk in love. Amen. You're still going to have to be gentle. Amen. You, you still got to be lowly and gentle and meek of heart. That's what Jesus did. Amen. And it says, he says in verse two, kind of reiterating, he says, always say always. Oh man, I thought in this new season, always be humble and gentle Be patient with each other, making allowance for each other's faults because of your love. Woo, glory. I liked it better when you were shouting, brother. Make every effort to keep yourselves united in the spirit. There he is again. Woo, glory. Hallelujah. How many know the Holy Spirit's in this just as much as he is in the ha shata? Same power, same spirit, same anointing, same grace, the same spirit working all in all. Glory to God. Hallelujah. Uh, Binding yourselves together with peace. You got a supernatural tool that you can work together. Come on. It's like it's like the best crazy glue you've ever even known. Anybody as a kid been working with crazy glue and accidentally got it between your fingers and got your fingers stuck for a minute? Oh, no. Your mom's like, I told you to be careful with that. Or maybe it was just my mom. And then you got to soak it. You got to soak it just just to be able to get your fingers apart. There is a tool that God has given us. It's called the tool of peace that allows us to bind together. Glory to God. And I'm telling you, we need to have have this tool of peace. Get it out and start start applying it to one another and start applying it to ourselves. Glory to God and start sticking to one another. Glory, because we're going in to this new territory together. What we're doing and what God is doing, we're not doing it just as individuals. We're doing it 
together as a body with Pastor Greg and Pastor Amy at the helm. They're pointing in the direction that we're going. But how many of you know if they go alone, then, then, then the job's not done and the territory's not going to be won. But if we're bonded together, glory to God, with the peace that keeps unity in the Holy Ghost. And when we're bonded together, glory to God, one to another, we create an atmosphere where the Holy Spirit can then come on and sit in and dwell in. Amen. And then he's in the center of the camp and where the presence of the Lord is, then we get to go easily and flow and flow together easily with him so that we see the land that the Lord is leading us into. Because the plan is not over. The day is not done. No, there's new territory. There's new things. There's new battles to be won. And, and we've got the tool of peace. See, it's not just something that happens automatic. You got to, what does he say here? He said, you got to, in, in, I think this is the amplified. He says, be eager and strive earnestly to guard and to keep the harmony and the oneness uh, of and produced by the spirit in the binding power of peace. Woo, glory to God. I know duct tape used to be the thing, but now we got gorilla tape. And it far exceeds. Come on, I've seen some of y'all's cars. You got the bumpers taped up and binding together with the tool. Duct tape can fix anything. Ain't that right, Brother Bobby? I know I can get an amen out of Brother Curtis back there. You know, this is not a season to air your grievances. Well, you know, the thing about it is, well, you know, when the messages the pastor used to preach. That's not binding together with peace. This is not the season of Festivus. You put that up? This is not a Festivus for the rest of us. If, if y'all didn't watch Seinfeld, you don't know what that's about. But one of the things that was in the celebration of Festivus was the airing of grievances. And this is not the season of airing of your grievances. Not about what has gone on or what is going on or what will go on. Because we're we're not in a season where we need to be loose with our lips. But rather we need to use the tool that the Lord has given us for, for transition. There's a tool that will cause this transition to move out mightily. Glory to God. And when we cross over the over the Jordan, we do so with victory. Not with grumbling and complaining or not with, with, with even, well, I just, you know, to me it was just, and I just thought, and well, you just keep that to yourself and keep that in your little happy self and your little happy camp and don't bring it over into this camp. Glory to God, because we're trying to stay happy in this camp. We're trying to stay full of peace. We're trying to stay bonded together for the plan and the purpose. Woo, glory to God. You can put up the next slide. I've got a lot of problems with you people, and now you're going to hear about it. No. You can take that down. That was just for fun. We don't need the airing of your grievances. Another tool we've got is patience. Well, brother, this is not as joyful as I thought it was going to be. Patience? Well, I thought we were in a new season. Guess what? Let, the Bible says over in James, but let, look at somebody say, you better let it. Let patience have its perfect work. It's a tool that can be put to work. 
Let patience have its perfect work. That why? That you may be perfect and complete and lacking nothing. And, you know, as we are uh, in this transition, we've got new leaders. It's not the time to air grievances. It's not the time to complain to them. Well, I, this is happening. Well, I've been holding on to this, you know, and I never said it to pastor, but I'm going to say it to you. Come on, people do weird things in, in times like this. And I just believe that there's a tool of patience. Don't bombard our new pastors with every 35 ideas you have about how your department can run in the first couple of weeks. Let give them some time to find their footing and the new grace that's on their life. I can guarantee you they're praying, they're seeking the Lord. I know it because I see them every day around here. They're praying, they're seeking the Lord, they're they're honoring the work that they're called to. They are they are seeking the, with the fear of God what what the plan and the purpose is. Give them some space to hear from God and not from you. Not, listen, I'm not saying this. If you have a question for him, fine. I'm not, they're not, they didn't say, put me up to this. But I just know that when I first took over the music team and it was way less responsibility than what they just took over, the more questions about what we were about to do, the more I wanted to say, Pastor, I've changed my mind. I've changed my mind. That was not God. I am now leaving. Thank you. And, and they've got a lot of new things on their plate. I want to just honor the space that we're in. Let's honor the space that we're in and just say, God, get, get, if, you've got, if you've got something stern on your heart about what's next, glory to God. You know where you, what you need to do with that? Get down on one knee and talk to the Lord about it. Don't get on the phone and talk to Pastor Greg about it. Amen. This is practical, but it's a tool. Patience is a tool. Well, I've been waiting on this. I've been praying for this. I've been, I've been speaking this out. Yeah, me too. But praise God, let God do the work. You know, sometimes we can, we can have some good things stirring and some good ideas and, and, and they can maybe be even decent plans. But how many of you know that the cry of the people pulls on the leader? The cry of the people pulls on the leader. Even if they're trying to hear from God and they're trying to obey, if, if the people are crying out for something, you know how I know this? Because the Israelites got God to give them a king even though he never even wanted to. And guess what? It didn't work so good for them. It didn't bless, the, it didn't bless them. It, didn't, it, did, it wasn't the plan and purpose of God. It robbed them because they got impatient with the plan of God. They got impatient and wanted to, wanted to do it like every other Tom, Dick, and Harry and said, we want a king like everybody else. Well, you know, I've been, Pastor Greg, I've been watching this, t- this church online and they do this. I think it might be a good idea if we do that. Keep your cry for a king to yourself and bring it to the Lord. If there's something that we need, now listen, like I said, it, Pastor Greg is not against hearing ideas. I, I'm talking about for this moment, for this, for, we're mostly family here, right? Can we be real with each other? I mean, give them some months to, to kind of find their footing. Give them, be patient. And in patience, let it begin to have its perfect work in us. Amen. Is that all right? Uh, Hebrews chapter 10, verse 36 For you have need, say I have need, of steadfast patience and endurance. So that 
you may perform and fully accomplish the will of God. This is the Amplified, I believe. And thus receive and carry what is promised. We have need of steadfast patience and endurance. Glory to God. Man, let us just be here, solid and waiting. And as the, Pastor Greg, you know, preaches a message and, and something pours forth from his heart for what we need to do in this season. Let us just be steadfast and waiting and ready on go. So when he points us in a direction, then we glued together in peace. Hallelujah. Not been complaining to one. Well, I thought things would change sooner. I thought, well, I'm not glad that he's changing that. I thought he wouldn't change that. Well, guess what? Too bad. Stay at peace. Say, peace, brother. Shalom. Glory to God. Uh, Tool number three. Y'all having fun yet? Joy. Joy. Man, let's get joyful in this season. Man, it's, uh, we, we, the, the, the next phase of this ministry is we are embarking on. And it's going to be a season, it's going to be a time of righteousness, peace, and joy in the Holy Ghost. Glory to God. There's going to be, man, haven't y'all seen the way that God's been moving in joy, even getting us ready for this season, before we even knew it was coming? Well, Brother Steve, you knew a long time ago. No, actually, I didn't. They didn't tell me much sooner than they told you. But God was moving in joy. I was being led unconsciously to, to, to sing certain songs and to, and to push a little deeper in this and that. Why? Because God was preparing, amen, what he was about to do with joy because joy strengthens us. It's a tool for battle. It strengthens us, glory to God, to be able to take new ground. And so what can we do? We can stay in joy. Tap into the joy of the Lord because it is your strength. Nehemiah, in Nehemiah it says the joy of the Lord is our strength. Amen. It's the strength for the day that we're in. It's the strength for what's ahead. It's the strength to stay patient and endure. Glory to God. God didn't want us to just be patient and be wringing our hands and wondering and, and, and trying to figure it out. No, it's peace and joy. Joy, glory to God is peace and joy. It's, it's patience that stands full of joy and expectation of what God's about to do, what God is doing, what God has said. Amen. Because he, we know it's coming to pass. Amen. Hallelujah. You know, um, don't be so attached to methods or ways of doing things that it robs your joy. Well, Brother Steve ain't singing my favorite song anymore. I just don't want to worship to that new song. Or whatever it is. We let little stupid things rob us of our joy. And don't don't let what may or may not. See, do you know something I don't know? No, I don't. I don't know anything. I'm, but I know what the Lord has given me to say for tonight. So don't let what is coming or isn't coming or because we get expectations in our in our heads and and in our minds. And we think, well, this should happen this way and, it, and maybe things should start. And 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 then we put our own spin on what God's not saying. And then when it doesn't happen like we thought it should or. Then what happens? Then our joy gets robbed. And then our strength gets robbed. We don't. The Bible says to be wise as a serpent and gentle as a dove. It says, don't be ignorant of the devil's devices. We need to be on guard and be glued together. Come on, we need to be stuck together. 
super glued with, with peace together so that the enemy can't get in during this season. I don't, I don't want the enemy to come in and rob anybody's joy. I don't want the enemy to come in and rob anybody's blessing. I don't want any, the enemy to come in and rob anybody's, anybody's strength. Come on, we don't want the enemy to come in and, and play in this at all. This is a holy time unto the Lord. This, I said, this is a holy time unto the Lord, and we want to protect it as such. Well, how do we protect it? We got some tools to protect it with. We got some tools to move in. Amen. You know, over when, we, when I was at Ramah, there was um, a, uh, one of our professors, I think Pastor Greg had the same professor, and he would always just, like, nail, you know, sacred cows, things that we just always thought were so because... We grew up in the word of faith, or we always thought we're so because that's what grandma said. Or we all, and, and he said, you know, I'm going to be killing some, I'm going to be knocking over some sacred cows this, this semester. So just get ready. He started with that. And he goes, and if I hit one of your sacred cows and it falls over in service, just let out a murr. And... And, and I'll know that I'm hitting one of your sacred cows. You acknowledge it's knocked over and you just move on. That was a sacred cow. I always thought, well, you know what? There it is. Let, let it lie. Don't try to get it back and pick it back up. What is a sacred cow? Sacred cows are things that we hold dear. But how you know something that can be a blessing in one season can actually be an idol in the next? We see in the children of Israel, they, God led them out fully healthy and with lots of silver and gold. They led, led them out of Israel. It was a blessing. God blessed them as they move, moved out of Israel, as they were taking new territory. But it wasn't too long before that gold became, became an idol. They didn't like how God was doing something. I wasn't even planning on saying all this, but Hallelujah. They didn't like how God was doing something. And they said, that's all right for you, Brother Moses. That's all right for you, Pastor Greg. But I'm going to melt down my, my jewelry. And they took their jewelry and they put, put it on fire and they melted it and they made a calf. And they said, this is the God who led us out. Well, the reason we were so blessed in that past season is because of this one little thing I like that we did that we don't do anymore. And that's why God can't bless us in this season. This is how we ran the nursery. Hallelujah. To you. Or this is how we greeted people and then we don't do that anymore. Or this, whatever it is, something stupid. I mean, we look at them and be like, how dumb are they? I mean, God is melting the mountain with wax, but they're, they're missing it completely. They're totally missing the point because they're over here bowing to this cow that they made with the, the dangle, dangle earrings that they had and their dangle bracelets. And they're, they're bowing and worshiping this cow and saying, this is the God that brought us out. And Moses came down full of joy. No. Moses came down and saw what they were doing and it messed his destiny up because the people honored what was a blessing in the past season and weren't willing to move in to the next season. They caused their leader to to mess his destiny up. Well, well, that's his fault. No, not completely. 
because we're a body. So what am I saying? I'm saying, I'm not saying anything negative here. I'm just saying be aware of things that try to creep in as we're in this season. Be aware. Be, be tuned in. Is this, a, is this something I'm honoring? Is this ruffling my feathers? Is this a sacred cow because it, it was God? Or maybe I need to say thank God for that when it was time for that. But now it's time to do this. Because I don't, you know, Pastor Greg hasn't laid out like these four things we're changing this week. Or this, he's not laid that out. And I don't know what, what kind of things he may change or what things he may not change. But what I do know is that he's going to seek the Lord with the fear of God, because he, he, he walks in the fear of God. He walks in honor to the Lord. He wants to please God above everything else. I can just tell you that. I know him. I see him daily. I understand what makes his heart beat, and it's to please the Lord. And so I know that whatever decision he makes, he's not doing it flippantly. He's not doing it because he's like, oh, I've, I've always wanted to do this, so I'm just going to do it. There, there will be no decisions made like that, I can promise you, because I know his track record. And I know his process. Somebody else may not be able to say this, but I've been with him for quite some time now. And I know his process and I know his the the prayerful way that him and Pastor Amy seek the Lord on on some of the smallest decisions that me, somebody not carrying the weight that they carry might say, well, you don't need to do all that. But but guess what? When it's your responsibility and God's holding you accountable for the way that that decision come on, then there's a little little higher level of honor and and reverence of those decisions. And I'm telling you, that's the way they operate. That's the way that they flow. And that's the way that they're, they're going to make any change or any decision they make. So, so let's give them the space to do it. But let's also not be so tied up with how things have always been that we're not willing to say, they're probably hearing from God. So let's give it a try with all our heart and let's go after this thing. Well, what if it doesn't work? Well, guess what? Let's give them some grace. As they're learning this position. I mean, there's been things you may not remember, but there's been things we've tried under the former pastors that we tried and we gave it a gave it a, a go and it didn't really do that much. And so we backed off and tried something different. How many of you know that's how you follow the Holy Ghost? You've got to test the waters and see there well, they missed it. No, it's not about that. It's about let me see if this if this is how God's leading us. No, that there's really not a lot there. Let's go this way. Well, they're the pastors. They should know better. Do you want that kind of judgment? Okay, I'll stop there. Praise God. Um, have I given you all the points? One, I don't want to hear a lot of complaining afterwards like my last message. Number one, peace. Number two, patience. Number three, joy. And number four, prayer. Oh, I knew it. I knew the praise and worship leader was going to preach on prayer. Look at somebody say, stay oily, my friends. Stay oily. Well, what does that mean? Over in Matthew chapter 9, verse 17... Jesus said, not Brother Steve, but Jesus said, and no one puts new wine into old wineskins. 
For the old skins would burst from the pressure, spilling the wine and ruining the skins. New wine is stored in new wineskins, so both are preserved. Oh, I'm out of luck because I'm an old wineskin. Don't look at your wife and call her an old wineskin. Um, I know from experience. Um, just kidding. No, but there was a way that old wineskins could actually be used for new wine. What they did is they took it and they would soak it in olive oil inside and out. And they would soak it in olive oil and rub it down with olive oil and drench it in olive oil. And it would cause that old wineskin to become loose and flexible again. And then it could be used for new wine. And so, well, stay oily, my friends. <laughs> no, I believe God is, is starting to pour out some new things. I mean, we, we, Pastor uh, Edwin said a few weeks ago that that service we were in on Monday night where uh, Michael played piano for almost three full hours um, was the best Holy, Holy Spirit service he's ever been in. Well, he's been in a lot of good services. And it was a powerful service. And God moved. And, 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 and the oil of God was flowing and the oil of joy was operating. And the oil of joy was flowing through us and in us. What was God doing? He's trying to oil some of you old wineskins. <laughs> no, he, seriously, he's, he's oiling us because there's new wine that he's looking to pour out. Isn't that good? There's new wine that he's looking to pour out. And so he's got to get us nice and oiled up. So, so what do we do? What do we do? Man, we get in the presence of God. We get in the oil, hallelujah, and we stay there, and we stay there. Come on, if, if, the, uh, if the, the secular uh, people can throw their hands in the air and they stay there and, and they can do that, come on, you can get in your quiet time. Well, I don't feel nothing. Well, just keep your hands up, glory to God, and, and, and begin to roba ashteke, ramandele, well, I don't feel anything yet. That's fine, just keep pressing in, glory to God, because the oil of God is beginning to saturate. Come on, you ain't flexible. Flexible just spending a few minutes in the oil. That old wineskin doesn't become nice and flexible by just taking a little quick dip. And sometimes we get our little quick dip in service and we think, well, I'm oily enough. No, your forehead might be oily like mine, but your spirit man isn't oiled up like it needs to be. You need to take another dip and another dip and another dip and another dip. You need to take some time. Well, I don't, I don't want to spend a lot of time. Well, guess what? Do it anyway. It's a tool. Come on, olive oil back in the day was what was used to, to loosen to loosen wineskins. It was used as food and, and as a preservative and as a healing agent. Come on, the, when you get into the into the oil of God, when you get over and start bathing in the oil, start bathing in the presence, start soaking in the presence. Come on, just put on some worship and just sit there and say, Lord, speak to me about come on, we make this so complicated sometimes. I'm not talking about getting into the works and and you know and, and just trying to force some no, I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about just just get over in the presence and give God some time to speak. I bet He wants to He wants to put some some fresh oil on you and speak some fresh things for to your heart about what He's wanting to do and what your place and your position looks like in this new season and how He wants to use you and and things He wants to take you in a higher level or a deeper level. 
Come on, let's take some time and spend in the presence of God. Take some time in prayer. Over in um, Philippians chapter 4 and verse 6, very familiar scripture. Is this all right tonight? Uh, Chapter 4 verse 6 says, be anxious for nothing. Man, if you start feeling anxiety or anxious about well, what's the church going to look like, what's, what's the plan of God going to look like, what is God going to do in this new sea? Come on, be anxious for nothing, but in everything. That would include every season. That would include under every pastor. In everything. Hallelujah. By prayer and supplication with thanksgiving. Let your requests be known, made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard. Come on, the peace is guarding. Ooh, glory to God. Our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. Amen. Get in his presence. Begin to take some time in prayer. I don't know, I don't know what, uh, uh, what your schedule's like. I'm not with you every day. And I know there's busier seasons and, and, and less busy seasons. But I do know that if you with a whole heart will get in the presence of God, it will cause you to change. And if you got five minutes in the morning, ten minutes at your lunch break, and twenty minutes before you go to bed, and that's just all you got. Guess what? God's not looking for a time frame. He's looking for a leaning in. Go get in that oil again. You know, cars run on oil. Well, they run on gas, but they use oil to have their parts moving. And you let the oil dry up. All of a sudden, things start seizing up. And it doesn't move like it's supposed to move. Well, it's the same way in the body of Christ. Every part does its share. But we need the oil to be lubricating us as a body so that when, when Joey is doing what he needs to do and it's moving against Doyle and, and it's moving against Kirby, everything's moving and functioning well, amen, and we're not, we're not irritating one another. We're not rubbing uh, 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 on, on uh, metal on metal so that, so that things start to, to clog up. No, we want to be smooth and moving easily and moving fluidly so that, so that we move in the direction that God is moving us into. Praise God. Be anxious for nothing. Be anxious for nothing. Sometimes we try to validate, validate spiritual anxiousness because it's about spiritual things. Well, I know I'm not supposed to worry, but this is... Well, guess what? This says be anxious for nothing, but in everything, by prayer and supplication. Now, I know everybody's got things going on and, 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 and whatnot. But can I, just, I, I saw myself, as I was praying for this service, I saw myself give out this call. There's zero condemnation in this. But if you used to come to Monday prayer, we need you. We need you back. And if you never came to Monday night prayer, we need you. And, and I get it. I'm not, listen, I'm not religious about Monday night prayer. I, sometimes we're at soccer practice, and sometimes I've got a remodel going on. And I, t- you know, Pastor, Pastor Edwin's never been religious about it. If he needed to do, take care of business, he would go. So it's not a, a religious thing. It's not like, wow, he's just trying to guess out for another night. I'm not. 
But what I am trying to get you to do is get you oily. And to come together as a body and pray. And this is, this is, uh, this is you know, a lot of our core here. And so, like I said, there's zero condemnation if you haven't been coming or you're, too busy, you're in a busy season. I get it. I, I get it. But I, I would be remiss if I didn't obey what was in my spirit. I'd be remiss if I didn't just give out the call and just say, you know, that's, that's kind of what uh, someone on the watchtower does. He gives out the call. They're coming over here on the right side. Pay attention. You know, or I see a wolf over there or whatever the call is. And so, you know, I'm a watchman. And so I got to get up on the on the tower tonight and just and just let the call out. We need you. Well, I'm not much of a prayer. We need you. Well, it's not that fun. We need you. Well, I don't like it much. We need you. Well, my kids are annoying during prayer. We need you. You know, for a long time, can I just be practical? I know I'm not getting much amens in this section, but I'm I'm all right. I'm all right. You're doing good, Brother Steve. Praise the Lord. Thank you. Um, you know, there, there was a season when, um, my kids were too bad to come to prayer. <laughs> no, Paul actually, we brought him at a very young age cause he was a very serene and, uh, quiet kid. But then Ella came along <laughs> and she was a little wilder and I tried to bring her, you know, we tried to bring her and it just, neither Rachel nor I were getting any prayer done. And so we said, you know what we're going to do till Ella is in a place where she can at least like color in a book quietly, you know, or something, you know, uh, at prayer, let's switch off. And we just, we would just switch off one would come one week or, or, or if, you know, if someone's in the middle of something, sometimes someone would come two weeks and then we'd switch it and we just switched off. But I'm, like I said, I'm not trying to be religious about any of this. I don't want to lead us into more religion. In fact, God's been doing the opposite in me. He's trying to get me to get less religious, just to be more connected with my heart. So, but what I, what I am doing is saying, hey, if you can come one Monday night a month and so into prayer, this is a season that needs prayer. Not because anything bad's going on, but because God's got a lot of good things he wants to do. And it is a good season. But sometimes we can, we can do this in the good seasons. Oh, yeah, it's good. And then we get real complacent and real comfortable. And then that's when the enemy's like, oh, hello. Here's a new test. Here's a trial. And what I'm saying is as a body, let's just, let's just take some time to get a little extra oily. Because there's some new wine. Is this all right? I, I, I mean, I understand, you know, I'm not trying to step on anybody, anybody in particular's toes. I'm really not. Um, but if there's new wine to be poured out, we want, we want it all. Thank you, Miss Iris. We want it all. And so, you know, if that hits you, don't be mad at me. Or you can be mad at me. I don't really care, honestly. <laughs> you can be mad at me. It's fine. But listen to God. You can be mad at me and obey him. That's fine. But don't be mad at me and still do so. <laughs> Father, we love you tonight. Lord, we, we honor the season that we're in. 
And Father, we do want the new wine that's being poured out. And so, Father God, we just say, Lord, speak to us. Whatever you want to do, we're willing to do it. Whatever, however you want it to look, we're willing to go that way. We're willing to be full of peace, full of joy, patient. And we're also ready to, to move when you say move. And so, Father God, we just thank you for the grace. Let's just uh, uh, bless our, our pastors. Father, we bless Pastor Greg and Pastor Amy. Father, we thank you for the call and the plan and the purpose that's on their lives, Lord. We thank you for the direction that you've already given them. We thank you for the direction that you are giving them uh, and will continue to give them, Lord. And Father, we just thank you that as you're moving and speaking into, into their lives, Lord, whoo, we bless them. We say grace and peace be multiplied. We say grace and peace be multiplied over them, over their minds, over their bodies, over their finances, over their over their uh, decision making, over their personal home life. Father God, just their marriage, grace and peace be multiplied. Oh, their kids, grace and peace be multiplied. Father, in this body, grace and peace be multiplied in this season. Father, we want to flow and operate together and work as a body, not as individuals with different motives and different, different agendas, but as a body following the plan and the purpose of God working together. Father, we want, we determine to make it easy on our pastors. Father, as your word says, that's for our good. And so, Lord, we just thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. Let's just let's just take about two minutes and just pray in the Holy Ghost here. A new season for them. Hallelujah. We just release grace for this new season. Hallelujah. Grace and peace are being multiplied. Multiplied. Hallelujah. Grace and peace are being multiplied. Can I tell you what I see in the, in my spirit? I see like a coat rack hanging by some of us. And there's a cloak that says prayer warrior on it. And some have believed the lie that that didn't belong to them. But it's sitting right by your door. And the Lord is inviting you to take that, that jacket and to put it on that equipping that says prayer warrior. He's not picking and choosing. It's, it's available. It doesn't mean it has to look like somebody else's prayer life or somebody else's way of being a prayer warrior. It fits you just right. It fits you just perfect. It's custom made for you. So when many people, I, I believe I'm saying this by the Spirit, many people reject the equipping of the prayer warrior because they think it has to look like somebody else's prayer warrior lifestyle it fits you perfectly fits your god knows where you're at he knows your schedule he knows your situation it fits you perfectly so i'm just letting you know what i see and see in my heart what i see in my in the in my spirit there's prayer warrior equipping that's available for people to pick up in this season father we just thank you Thank you, thank you, thank you. 
Father, we love you so much. We just honor you. We thank you for this time together. We honor any time we get to come together in fellowship around truth and around your spirit. We are a word and spirit church. And Father, we honor your word. We honor your Holy Spirit. We love you. At Impact Family Church, it is our desire to see you blessed through the power of the Word of God. We have been helping people to change their world for over 25 years through our dynamic ministries and teaching. If you are going to be in the North Central Florida area and are interested in attending our services or just want more information about us, you can visit us online at www.impactfamilychurch.com.